Today's podcast is sponsored by NaturalBossNH.com, SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com, and New Hampshire Vape Gallery. More on that later. Let's get into episode 59, Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. Oh, yeah. It's another beautiful, absolutely beautiful Monday. It is like 75, 78 degrees out there. I'm just loving it. Who doesn't love the sun, right? It's so nice out, and I'm so excited to be here, but I am feeling a little fatigued today, and I will get more into that in a moment. I want to take this time to thank everybody for watching, subscribing, sharing, rating, and reviewing. All of you out there make this podcast uh, what it is today. You help me come back week after week, and I appreciate all of you for doing that. Um, if you're new to the show, remember to subscribe, hit those like buttons, uh, set those alarms for all the new episodes that are going to be uploading later, and of course, share, rate, and review. Um, you can always hit me up. The official email of the podcast is T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N-W-I-T-H-T-O-P-H-E-R at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Send whatever you want to talk about over to that email. Put your subject in the subject line and we will get that conversation started. Uh, remember to follow me on all social media. That's right. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook. I'm on all of them. Give the follow. Great way to get some extra content throughout the week. And again, that is Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. All right. Got all that out of the way. And let's get into this week's episode. I'm, like I said, very excited to be here. Feeling fatigued, but enjoying the weather. It actually feels like spring for the first time and a little and well I mean we got we, we we've been in spring I mean we're almost in summer right it's almost June June 21st is summer so we got like a little bit over a month left so you figure each season's three months long so we've been doing this for a little over two months and uh this is probably the first time um uh, you know over the week that it actually feels like spring, you know, going outside in shorts, um, the sun's shining, and it's just beautiful out there. It makes it easy to do yard work right now. This is a great time to get caught up with that, to get it all ready for the summer, because um, once that heat comes, everybody will be a bitching. That's right. I believe it. That's usually what happens around here. It's crazy. We're either bitching that it's too cold, we're bitching that it's raining. Or we're bitching it's too hot. We're never happy in New England, but that's okay. The weather, just wait five minutes. It'll change. Um, but, yeah, I'm super excited. It's Monday, May 17th, uh, 2021, and uh, when you see this, it will be Thursday. So I don't. I never know, should I be saying what day it is or should I be saying what day it's going to be? It always feels weird to me recording early and dropping it late, but I don't know. I guess I'll just keep doing it this way. It's what works for me. Um, but yeah, so I've been feeling fatigued, and the reason for that is, well, I got vaccinated. Yep, 
I finally did it. I did not get to choose which one um, I got, unfortunately, but it's okay because my hand, I felt like uh, my I was forced in a sense, and not by anybody in particular, but um, with the way things are going, right? So right now the CDC guidelines are saying no more masks for people that are um, that, that, that have been vaccinated 100%. So they don't have to wear a mask anymore. And that's fine. I can I, I, I'm happy about that. But as a person who works in retail and in a store dealing with customers, I have now come to realize that it's going to be more and more difficult for me to ask people to put a mask on while they're in the store. Right. Because I wasn't I'm I wasn't going to get vaccinated. But with the mask mandate being lifted, I run into an issue. Eventually, we're going to get to a point where I'm going to get into a fight with somebody and maybe not a physical uh, fight, but like definitely words because I'm going to be asking them to put on their mask because I'm not vaccinated and they're like, I'm vaccinated and I don't have to wear my mask. And I basically wanted to avoid that entire scenario. I did not want to deal with the customer and get them upset and then allow them to give me a one-star review because they were asked to put on a mask when the CDC says that they don't have to wear it anymore. So working in the retail industry, I felt like my hand was tied. My hands were tied. So what I did was is I made the best decision I could for myself. If I'm not going to be able to ask people to put masks on anymore because I may get into um, a verbal fight with them, then I just went and got vaccinated. Me and my wife, we made the appointment. I went down to Hannaford yesterday, um, walked in. They were like, we have Johnson & Johnson and we have Moderna. And I said, well, I don't want Johnson & Johnson, so give me Moderna. Um, so we both got Moderna. We both got our first shot. Um, she's feeling a little ill right now. Um, me, I am tired I'm not really achy. My arm's achy. My arm feels like it got wailed on uh, by somebody. But that's normal. You're injecting fluid into your muscle. You know, so it's going to be sore from any shot. But as for anything else, I'm not feeling anything. Um, so I'm happy about that. I'm really hoping that the second shot will be um, just, as, just as easy to get over. Um, you know, some people said first shot really bad second shot really bad so i guess it just depends on who you are type of person your body build all that stuff just like everything else on this planet nothing is made uh to work across the board exactly the same for every single person and i expected that but i just made sure that anything that i was feeling were supposed to be symptoms of getting the shot and they are so it's normal according to them um, so it, not bad, not bad, but it, it, it is, it's making me feel tired and I felt like my hands were just tied and it was upsetting, um, to do this, um, because I was really trying to stick with not getting vaccinated, you know, but, oh, well, that's over now. I am now half, uh, I have got the vaccine. I need to wait 28 days before my next injection, and then 14 days after that injection, I will be fully vaccinated. 
So second shot will be on June 15th. And then two weeks after that, so you're going to be looking at, I'm looking at June 29th. And I will be fully vaccinated. I will have my little card that says that I'm fully vaccinated. I do not know if I'm going to have to carry that around. Seems like a bad idea. Paper gets destroyed. It gets lost. You pull it in and out of your pocket. I mean, how many times have you lost your wallet? I've lost mine a bunch of times. I've misplaced it. Uh, you know, paperwork you got to carry around. All of a sudden, you get to the destination you were supposed to have the paperwork for, and a piece of it's missing, and it's just a fucking nightmare. I'm going to be on the side of the digital one. If they want me to have a QR code that shows that I have been fully vaccinated and they need to scan it, it's probably the way I'm going to go. I don't misplace my phone. I always have it on me. I don't have to look for anything extra. All I have to do is, I don't know, go to the email or the app. I don't I don't know what they're going to do for us. But I think even though it's an invasion of our privacy, which today we don't have any. So the fact that a lot of people are still screaming, we need privacy, privacy, privacy. I mean, let's get real about it today. We don't have any. Nobody does. I had privacy up until a year ago, and now there's no privacy. I, I mean, you can... Find out anything you want on almost anybody these days. Um, so unless you're not using the Internet and you're not um, using a smartphone, you're not making podcasts, you're not doing any of these things that we're all basically doing today, um, then, yeah, you, you, I mean, you obviously have privacy still. Um, because the only way to have privacy today is to not be on the Internet at all. Um, and for the majority of this country, that's, uh, you know, almost all of us. So I don't think there really is that much privacy anymore. And I would, I just don't think I'm going to be able to keep that piece of paper with me, um, as much as I'm, you know, going to have my phone. So it just makes sense to have a code to scan or something, but I, I am looking forward to, Hopefully, you know, being able to take my mask off in about six weeks. Um, I believe the owner's getting uh, vaccinated as well because I had a discussion with him. And it's going to be really hard for us to ask people to wear masks. So it's like at that point, if you're not vaccinated, you're not safe, I guess. I guess I'm hoping that I'm a little bit safer because of this. I don't know. I don't know anything. Um, you know, these are all my thoughts, um, that I'm going through right now and I'm just trying to, uh, share them so that more people either feel comfortable getting it done or, um, you know, you don't have to, I'm not saying that you should, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't. Um, what I am saying is, is that as soon as they flip the switch and activate all the little robots in my system, I'm ready to go. But I am. I, I, I'm ready to take the mask off. I'm ready to take the plastic down. I'm ready to run the store kind of like we used to before lockdown. I will say that there is a few things that locked down um, uh, the, the whole social distancing and the wiping the disinfectant on everything. And I will have to say because of my OCD, um, those were things I, I really enjoyed. Um, because I love everything being sanitized. I love everything being clean and, uh, it doesn't bother me one iota about any of that stuff, but I will not, I don't think I'm ever going to bring back 
like being able to smell juices or, um, you know, I definitely will never, you know, we don't, I definitely never touch anybody's devices or put things together or fill tanks or do any of that stuff because of liabilities for the shop. So these are all things that kind of died with COVID and I will not be bringing them back. Just like menus, you know, do you have a book I can flip through so I can see all of your juices? No, you can take a look around the store. I can answer all the questions you probably have uh, to ask. And if I can't answer them, then we're going to look them up on the internet together. So it's really shown me that there was a bunch of stuff that we were doing that we don't have to do anymore. And then there was some stuff um, that I'm happy to bring back. You know, I'm happy. I will be, I will be happy when I get to take that plastic down, you know, and actually, you know, it's annoying for you as the customer out there. I know it's annoying for me when I'm trying to look at the customer or you, um, it's very frustrating. You know, uh, the, the sun hits those things. I, I can't see your face. Not that I can see your face anyways because of the mask, but it does. It makes, it makes uh, the visual part of shopping and being in a store, it makes it kind of difficult. And uh, for you as the consumer, it's hard for you to read things on the wall or maybe the wind blows and then the piece of plastic's moving and it's causing this like glimmer so you can't see the products on the shelf. So I understand from both aspects that like the, it's just going to be a great day when the plastic comes down. You know, I can see it from both sides though. So I'm excited about all of this. I'm excited to move forward because I feel like Getting this done, feeling safe um, in the store uh, is going to help me move forward. You know, I don't if I didn't get vaccinated and people couldn't wear and people stopped wearing masks in the store, then I'm just putting myself in a position to catch covid. And I've spent so long and so hard to not get it that that would really upset me. So I was like, what's going to upset me more? getting injected with the vaccine or catching COVID. And I was like, catching COVID. So I made the best decision for myself. I did want to go with Pfizer, I'll be honest, but Moderna was there, and so I did it. I just wanted a two-shot. I know at the end of the day what I wanted for me was a two-shot. So that's what I got. That's where I'm at. That's why I'm fatigued. Um, But... So I'm not, like I said, I'm not an anti-vaxxer at all. I think you should do what is best for you. And if you think that not getting it is good for you, then that's perfect. And if you think getting it is good for you, then that's perfect too. It, ju- it doesn't really matter to me. It's all your decision to make. Um, but nobody's going to be wearing a mask soon. So going to be very interesting out there, you know. It's, it's, I think once the mask comes off, who knows? I mean, all right, let me throw this thought at you. How about right now everybody's getting vaccinated, we're getting close, um, and now the CDC's like, take the masks off because, and they're not giving us the because, this is only in my mind, because we want to see if our vaccine worked. So now they're like, hey, you know, we really want to see if this thing is doing what it's supposed to be doing. So now if we tell everybody that it's okay if you're fully vaccinated to take your mask off, we'll really get to see what this thing does. 
I'm telling you, we are in an experiment right now. We are all little tiny guinea pigs in this giant worldwide experiment. Now, I made a joke about the bots, the robots. I don't believe I got injected with robots. Just want to make that very clear. I do not think there's any nanobots in any of these vaccines. I do not think that um, they're going to control me. And I do not. And I also understand that it's not going to change my DNA. So take that all out of it. Take it all out of the equation when you're making your decision of whether or not to get vaccinated. This stuff is not going to mess with your DNA. Okay. I don't have all the specifics on it, but what I've read and what I've listened to, there's no chance of it ever changing our DNA. There's no little nanobots inside of it. No one's going to flip a switch and we all turn into, I don't know what you want to call it, a zombie, because uh, you're not going to turn into a robot, okay? You, you're not going to be like one day just sitting here in front of a podcast and recording and the next thing you know, flip a switch and it's just like murder, murder. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to happen. So if those are things that are holding you back or you really believe that that's true, then, well, then it just might not be for you. But, hey, things are not for everybody. But I'm excited. I, I am excited to move forward, get out of this, take the mask off, and try to get back to what I remember I'm not even going to say it was normal because normal doesn't exist anymore. This is our new normal. Every step we take, getting closer to taking masks off, put, taking the plastic down, getting gatherings back together. Yeah, sure, that was normal, right? And we're trying to get back to that. But it's never going to be the same as it was in 2019 before all this went down. We're never going to see that again. We never see those things again. You know, every time something major happens, we learn from it, we figure out how to deal with it or live with it, which this is both, and then we move on from that, and wherever that brings us, that is the new norm. So I've been saying this for like a year now, we are in our normal, like this is it, we're in it, and when we get to the next step, we'll be in the next stage of it. And it's going to be new. It's not going to be old. And to think that things can go back to the way they once were, I think, is an insane thought. Because it, I don't believe that can happen. When I got into trouble and I got, um, and, and I did things, it wasn't, it was like, yeah, I didn't. I wish I never did that. I wish I didn't get in trouble. You know, I wish I didn't get caught. How's that? Um, but I couldn't change that fact. I can't change that fact for the people that it involved. So those people always think of me as that type of person. So even today, as I've evolved and I've gotten better, you know, those those people probably still think of me as the same douchebag that I was back then, and that's okay. Because that's how they remember me. But that's not how I am anymore. So just like our normal was in 2019, this is our normal now in 2021. Our normal in 2020 really sucked. And now we're moving on to the end of 2021 
into 2022 with another new normal. And hopefully it gets closer to the old, but still it's going to be whatever it is. It's not going to be what we remember. You know, we might be able to do things that we were once doing. We might be able to do all kinds of stuff that we were once doing, but it's not going to be the same anymore. You know, things are going to be different. People have changed because of this. Business ideas have changed because of this. All kinds of stuff has changed, and those changes will not go back to the way they were. And, you know, so just like my shop, my shop now has changed. I'm not going to do a lot of stuff that we were doing in 2019, in 2022. You know, I'm really hoping that I can, you know, get the owner to uh, get rid of the couch one day and maybe we can actually use it for some valuable retail space because I will tell you that as much as um, having customers come in and hang out and all that, it was great. It's just not the same anymore, you know, and I don't think we're going to get back to that stage for quite some time. And I will be honest with you. There's no more vaping in the vape shop. That's not an option. So there's no reason to hang out in there anymore because now you got to go outside to vape. And that makes sense. I don't have proper air stuff, um, air stuff. I don't have proper ducking air filtration, or any of that stuff in that store. And I will tell you, when we first opened and we were running that shop, I was like, I can't believe vape shops don't allow you to vape inside. And now I'm like, why did I ever let anybody vape inside? I used to come home. I used to feel super sick. I'd be shaky as hell. My hands would feel weird. I'd have pins and needles all kinds of weird shit going on from everybody vaping in that store eight to ten hours a day. And I'm just breathing everybody's stuff in. Over the last year, I have never felt this good. Like, I just feel good when I leave work. I don't, I'm not shaky. I'm not sickly. I'm not, basically, I was just getting nicotine poisoning the entire time I was working. Because I didn't even have to vape. All I had to do was breathe in everybody else else's exhale vape. And that was plenty of nicotine. But I was vaping along with everybody. And I mean, we would cloud that store out. And it would look like a fog rolled in. You couldn't see two inches in front of you. And I will never allow that to happen today. There's no way I want to feel that way anymore. Or be that way. Or Plus, it's just... God, it's so gross. You know, at the end of the day, all my stuff would be super covered and just, you know, uh, exhale and uh, the vapor and it would be all over the counters. It would be all over everything. Everything had the stickiness to it and it was just disgusting. And I didn't understand that I was doing it to myself by allowing people to vape inside the store. So those are things that I'm glad we no longer do. So if we could just get rid of the couch because we don't need people hanging out in the store, I mean, you don't need to be like lounging on the couch. It's not like uh, we have entertainment on the TV for anybody. It's just rolling through the Pandora. But it's just like one of those things that I don't want to bring back. I don't want to bring back, um, you know, 
any of those type of things that keep people indoors. Like there's no reason for people to be hanging out longer in a store than necessary to get your stuff. And I think COVID introduced that to us. Like you just need to get your stuff and get out and that's it. And there's nothing wrong with that either. I mean, granted there's many conversations had, but that's okay too. Conversations fine, but you don't need to sit on the couch and do this and do that. No, 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 no. All you need to do, we can have a conversation. You buy your stuff, you know, there might be a little table, um, you know, to change the coils or something. Uh, we'll probably bring that back one day, you know, so you can change your coil and you can, um, you know, just fill up your tank or something and do something like that. But we don't need a lounge area, you know, no one's coming in, no one's vaping in the store. No one's doing any of that stuff anymore. There's, it's just not happening. I am not one for Plus if you come in and you're just hanging out, you're not buying anything. You're not hanging out anymore. You know what I mean? Like th- these are things that, and I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm trying to make sure that I'm not being mean or rude because I'm a business, right? And I have to run a business or yeah, I have to run a business. I'm a manager and I want to run my business as efficiently as possible. And that's what I'm trying to do. Now I've noticed that the business is more efficient with nobody vaping in it, with nobody hanging out for longer than a, you know, five, 10 minute conversation. I've noticed things moving faster. I get my work done faster. I'm capable of getting my job done faster because there's nobody lingering around and I feel like I have to pay attention to them and give them my attention when I've already gone through the transaction and the conversation's kind of over and now they're just hanging out. And, and I'm not saying that I don't want people to hang out and I'm, I'm not trying to be uninviting, um, you know, but I'm just trying to be honest about what it's like to run a retail business today. It's tough. It's really, really tough. And, you know, the government hasn't made it easy to even keep a vape shop afloat today they've made it extremely difficult and i'm super thankful that we were capable of riding that wave and getting past it now are there going to be more battles along the way yeah they're not done trying to destroy this industry um you know big tobacco wants nothing to do with it and yeah they want they want money from it and they've bought a few things out But as you've noticed, those things that they bought out aren't doing as well anymore. And that's because they just bought them to run them into the ground. They're not buying them. to. They don't see a profit from this. They just see a problem, and they're going to take the problem out. And so I see more and more battles coming, and I know it's going to— and it's going to make it difficult to— it's going to make it even more difficult. You know, Maine's going through a flavor ban right now. So it's not over. There's going to be more and more battles. And the last thing I need um, is it to be dealing with things that are unnecessary today. So uh, if it's one thing COVID has showed me, it showed me that, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that I thought was super important to keep the vape shop uh, going to, to uh, make it more inviting and to... Uh, keep people in the store are 
absolutely unnecessary because so many of you out there have given us such positive reviews. You know what type of people we are. You come in our store. You're very happy with your purchases. And you've left many, many five-star reviews. And it has been so great to see all of you taking us uh, taking us in and uh, loving the store, loving the info, and we are so appreciative. We are so appreciative of all of our customers out there for doing that and showing everybody that our store is a place to come um, if you have questions and if you're looking for something um, because we always have stuff in stock and we're. We're both knowledgeable behind the counter, and that's what's important. That's what's going to make us, um, you know, um, last the times is, is, is that. Those key components is all the vape shop needs. And as long as we keep those key components nice and tight and solid, I truthfully believe that there's no reason for all the little gimmicky things we used to have um, be, and that's because of all of you out there, you know, so uh, from me, from New Hampshire Vape Gallery, um, we just, I wanted to say thank you to all the customers, first off, and second of all, um, you know, these changes are not a negative thing. This is not a negative thing. I know what a vape shop used to be in the past. I understand that, but this is the future. We are here. We are in it. And this is... This is our new norm, you know? We have to sometimes in life make sacrifices in order to continue moving forward. And I think the things I'm thinking about making sure don't come back into the vape shop even when the mask and the plastic comes down or off. Um, I don't think those are things that we need to bring back because I don't think they were ever necessary, you know? Uh, so I, that's how I feel about that. And, um, that's, that's, you know, it's everything I got going on right now at the shop and with the vaccinations and where I'm at. Um, so I've been doing a lot of work. Like I said, I do all of this podcast on my own. So now if you are new to the podcast, if you look right down here, Right there. That's my new watermark. So you can click on that and you can subscribe. Um, I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> I'm super pumped about it. Um, I changed a few things. I'm changing the header. I got all kinds of stuff going on with this podcast right now. I'm trying to get Tyler up on some new music. Uh, I'm trying to get a soundboard going. Um, and I'm just trying to... Keep this thing um, updated for all of you out there. I know um, I'm killing the blue face is what I'm doing. So talking with Topher is going to have a new look. Um, I think it was a great picture and it was a great start. But where the podcast is today, um, I'm in a better place. And you have all out there put this podcast in a better place. And I feel like it's a time time for an update. So I'm excited. It's going to take me a couple weeks. So you might still see the blue face for a little while. But I'm changing everything about it. it. 
everything's got to update. Everything's got to change. Nothing can stay the same exact way. And this is what I'm talking about today. You know what I'm saying? Things are going to change. Things are going to change. Um, let's see here. Uh, so injections. Yeah. So I told you uh, last week that I was getting a hold of the doctor for my B12. And I ended up doing it. Um, it's called... See, it's weird. I, I For some reason, it's... It's a methylcobalamin. Methylcobalamin. And um, there's a thousand MCGs per milliliter, and there's 30 milliliters. So this stuff right here is what I've been using. Um, you know, make me happy in a sense. Like I said, when I did the research on Wellbutrin and all these antidepressants, a uh, lot of the studies showed um, B12 was low. Uh, and so I was also trying to boost my testosterone at the time. Um, but... The B12 really helped me. Now, I did an injection Wednesday when I got it last week, and my mood all the way till Sunday was phenomenal. I was in a great mood, feeling good. And then this morning I woke up, and I believe it was the Moderna shot that made me feel the way I'm feeling now. I'm just making sure I'm hydrated. Um, don't take Tylenol. I don't take any of that stuff. I know I probably... Should, but I'm just making sure I'm hydrated um, while this shot makes its way through my body or whatever it's doing. Um, but so I did a shot of the B12 um, as well to try and boost the mood. Um, I am going to do this. Uh, I usually do it twice a week. Um, and then this will, you know, it's 30 shots. So if you do it twice a week, that's eight. Um eight shots a month. So, I mean, you can, you can get a good ride out of this. It's definitely not cheap. Um, but I feel it's totally worth, um, trying, obviously speak to your doctors, do your homework, look things up. Don't take my word for it. Please don't start just injecting yourself with stuff. Okay. I do everything that I, I'm telling you everything that I do, but I've done all my homework. I've spoken to the doctors. My, my doctor knows I do this. He keeps an eye on these things. And now that I'm doing this again, he said that I'm going to have to have a, another test done um, to make sure that I'm not flooding myself with B12. Even, but even though I wasn't before, but the thing is, last time I did it, I had a doctor I hated. This time I'm doing it, I have a doctor that's working with me and that I really like. So I'm glad he's doing these things. These are the things that I wish my other doctor would have done for me. So I'm back on it. I'm excited. Uh, my mood's been boosted. I'm feeling good. And I knew it was a shortage of B12. I just knew it. It was from fasting for five days, only being on my supplement for a week, and then having to go off of my B12 again for two weeks in a row. Now you're three weeks separated, and it takes at least two weeks to get back into your system. 
which is why I went with the injectable because it doesn't take two weeks for this to get into my system. It's in my system within 24 hours. It's in my system right then, but it pumps through the system in 24 hours and I actually get a quicker result. So this is temporary. Even though I'm doing it, it's temporary. I'm going to do this until this bottle's gone. I should be fine. And then I should be able to go back to my normal. It's just because I fell off of my supplements for so long. It takes way too long sometimes for those to kick back in. But I'm looking at all kinds of things. I'm definitely getting on a testosterone treatment. Um, I don't know if it's going to be for building muscle as much. But it's definitely going to build some muscle. I'm going to be doing something. It, I think I'm going for TRT. Um, I spoke to him a little bit about that. It's pretty damn pricey, but I do it for 30 to 90 days and you can get some great results. And as long as you keep up with exercise and lifting and all the stuff afterwards, it's something that you can do it all the time. I mean, you can just do it. It doesn't matter. It's actually really good for people like me in my age group. When you get into your 40s, your testosterone starts dropping. When you get into your 50s, it starts dropping more. So there's nothing wrong with, with replacing that hormone. I'm not a sports guy. I'm not playing sports, and I'm not telling people that uh, I'm not doing it. So it won't, it's not a surprise, but it's not, gonna like, it's not like steroids, you know what I mean? TRT is a great way to replace your testosterone, and it can help build muscle and stuff like that as long as you do all the proper workouts. It's not just going to do it for you, but that's the same with steroids too. Yeah, you're going to get big, but you still got to put in all the work. So like when people are like, oh, well, you take steroids. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're still working though. It just means that their recovery rate's that much better. Now, if you're doing like crazy things and it gets out of control and whatever, then yeah, there's a problem. But when you talk to your doctors and you do what you're supposed to, it's usually not an issue. And I think that's where everybody kind of turns a blind eye. They're like, no, 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 it's just steroids. Steroids are steroids. And it's like, no, it's not. It's totally different. Look it up. Do your, Read some information. Educate yourselves, please. Everybody needs to educate themselves and stop paying attention to Twitter and headlines and all that other stupid shit out there that that just well it friggin retards us it holds us back it slows us down and it's not the way things need to be it's just not so i'm excited i'm definitely going to be uh looking into that within the next couple months i got a bunch of other stuff i gotta get done before summer ends but i don't even want to think about that right now because it hasn't even begun um, naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. And you need these products. Why? Because they're organic and they're good for you and they're great for your skin and they're great for helping with keeping your hands clean and getting rid of stress and making sure that beard is nice and smooth and, of course, keeping your lips moist and all of these products are so great i've been using them for over a year now their hand sanitizer is a staple in my home and i love it my wife loves it everybody that i've had try it buys it and it's just a great great product uh the salve is amazing like i say over and over again it works great on my dry skin 
on the neck, on the elbows, on the knees. I love it. This lip balm is awesome. Works great. Um, the beard oil smells nice, and it also is just a phenomenal product. And then, of course, you've got your body and foot soak. That is great for taking those stressful work days away. And you can only get this stuff here at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Buy any one or all five of these products today and make sure you tell them Topher sent you. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. I love this website. And as you can see, it's spring, right? What better way to enjoy spring or enjoy summer than in some brand new board shorts? These things are awesome. The uh, the prints are amazing. The colors are amazing. I mean, just look at these things. They are fire. I love them. Um, they've got three different designs right now. They got the monkey. They got the tiger, and they got the tiki swim shorts i mean these things are awesome all their hats uh new styles i love the off uh the purple with the pink i think it's great um of course they got a awesome sweatshirt hood and no hood they got heavy and light and then of course they got um their sweatpants and those all have embroidering on them their hats are embroidered and their embroidering is just as high quality as all of their prints for their t-shirts and everything else women's leggings i mean these things are just awesome look at these gloves i love these gloves these are just the blue and orange and then of course you also have um the skull print which i mean they're just awesome they're just awesome. They're fun, and you can use them, right? They work great. I use them all the time to work on my yard, on my car. It doesn't matter. They're great gloves, and they just work. And, of course, they have skateboards and kids' clothing, and they always will have their neck gaiters and their winter hats, and they're available all year round. But while it's spring, get those swim shorts. Get those T-shirts. And get them today at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it? It's right there, right there above my head. So go ahead, type it in, tell them Talking with Topher sent you. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m. You're always welcome to come shop inside the store, and feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. This vape shop, I'm telling you, we've got it all. We've got everything you're looking for. Look at these brand new hide devices. 1,500 puffs, 20 bucks, amazing device. They just keep getting bigger and bigger. Hyde's now got $25 ones with 2,500 puffs. You got $30 ones that are fully rechargeable, so you can actually empty all the liquid in the tank. Those are 3,300 puffs. And then you've got four, $35, 4,500 puff rechargeables. Absolutely insane 
that you can keep recharging this thing until the tank goes empty. And it just, they're great products for helping you get off of cigarettes. Now, my favorite device right at this moment in time is the brand new IPX80. Look at this thing. Full digital screen. It's got the rubber sides. It's got the beautiful back. I mean, this thing is awesome. Look at this. Dual airflow. Giant airflow on both sides. This device is my new best friend. I absolutely love it. I love the production from it. It uses the brand new RPM2 coil. The pod's 5.7 mils big. It's just an overall great great device and you can get those at new hampshire vape gallery and they're only 55 bucks isn't that awesome you remember when a mod used to cost you almost 200 dollars, and now you can get a full pod system for 55 bucks they're smaller the batteries are built in and you don't have to worry about breaking any glass i mean they're just amazing um, and you can get all that stuff here at New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And you're always welcome to shop in our store. And give us a call, 603-814-4171. I look forward to seeing you there. And now, back to the show. All right, here we are. We're going to do some current events, and, you know, it's going to be, I think it's fun. I love doing this. I have to get better at it, so I need to keep doing it. Um, let's see. I think the first one I'm going to talk about is Tony Hinchcliffe. Um, this is insane to me. Now... This guy here, Mr. Pang, um, I think that's his name, right? Yeah, Pang. Um, I guess he was announcing Tony Hinchcliffe onto stage, um, and Tony Hinchcliffe came out and, well, he said the C word. Now, I'm not going to say it. You probably already know what it is. Um... It's, it's, this one's, this one's tough because I believe people are just looking for a reason to cancel anybody today. Um, let's just play the clip, right? Cause everybody's seen it. It's had over a million views. So let's see what's going on. Give it up for the one and only Tony Hinchcliffe. <laughs> clip now there's a two minute and 31 second video that i'm not going to play of uh pang saying that he was shocked and he was surprised that tony did this now i've been i've listened to a few different interviews now i've listened to um 
obviously the TMZ shit, and I read an article on how WME, and I don't know who that is, maybe it's his agent or something, uh, dropped him um, because of this. Now, the problem is, is I guess this was a secret show. And a secret show, if you don't know what that is, that means that the audience has no idea who's coming on for a guest. So he was not in front of his audience, which if you know Tony Hinchcliffe and you're part of his audience, which I am, I'm a fan. I want to get that out of there right, right away. So I am a fan. And what was happening was, is Pang was doing anti-Asian, um, you know, he's doing the, the, like, saying how he doesn't want things to be violent, and he's doing, you know what I mean, it, positivity towards Asians, you know, ki- kill the hate, kill this, you know, just, oh my God, those are the wrong words to use. You know, he's trying to uh, stop Asian hate. So a lot of his set was based off of that. So Tony's a roaster. This is what he does. He goes the complete opposite way from the last person. Uh, I've heard every comic say this. Like, if somebody is doing something up on stage and you walk up there and don't acknowledge what was going on, no matter what you're doing, it may not get off. It may not get feet, right? may not take off. And so from me being a fan... And seeing what Tony does for the last, like, eight years, he, um, he, he is, he's done exactly what he always does. He went the opposite way, he goes in hard, and then he'll go to his shit. But he has to acknowledge what just happened up on that stage. So, uh, I don't, I don't see it as being racist, I see it as him being a roaster and doing what Tony always does. Now, if you don't know, he does a show called Kill Tony on YouTube where you put your name in a bucket, he picks the name out of the bucket, and then that person gets to go up on stage for 60 seconds, do comedy, then after the 60 seconds, they've got anywhere from 5 to maybe 10 minutes if you're lucky. Just talking, having a conversation, doing an interview. And when they when the person comes up and does comedy, whether they do good or whether they do bad, sometimes the interview doesn't go well at, at all because the person won't stop doing jokes or, you know, maybe they're just not good in conversation or maybe they bombed up on stage. And then Tony and them will... You know, they praise a lot of people. Uh, they try not to be too negative anymore. And that's fine. I mean, y- y- you got to be negative when negativity is due. Like, if you were just up there and you did bad and you've been doing it for three years, they probably should tell you um, that you're not doing so good. You don't want to be told that you're doing good if you're not doing good. You're never going to get better that way. Like, if I had nothing but positive comments all the time, I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get better at this. So it doesn't help us to always have the the positive movement and to have obstacles taken out of our way. Um, But I feel like he was just, 
He was doing what he... So when people are up on stage, they, they make fun of him, right? They, they make fun of him. Uh, they'll, they'll, put, they'll point out the holes in their act. They'll do all kinds of stuff. So when I saw this, I just saw Tony being Tony. Tony doing what he always does. And for that reason, I was confused about this. And then you find out that this clip was recorded, I guess, by somebody else. And then Pang decided to post it. Or the person that recorded it was a comedian. It's something like that. But the, the, so this is another comedian doing this. And I mean, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't get it personally. I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. Um, if you're at the comedy show, why are you recording this com? Why are you recording the comedy show? Do you know that now none of us are going to be allowed to bring a phone into a show anymore? None of us. Joey Diaz said it this morning. He was on his podcast. He's talking about this. And he says, I never had anybody put anything in a bag ever. And he's like, now everybody will put their phone in a bag. Because it will stop this. They're working stuff out. They're not. Um, these shows are not for everybody. Now, I understand it was a secret show. So these people paid money to see whatever they wanted to see, but they didn't know who else was coming up. So it's hit or miss that way. So he wasn't in front of his audience, which makes these things a little bit more difficult. It seems like uh, he... To me, what I feel is Tony, since the podcast is so enormous... And it's international. He feels like everybody is um, his audience. So maybe that's why he went super hard. You know? Um, maybe he felt it was going to turn the room around. I don't know what he was thinking. But the point is, is I was never supposed to see that. That was never supposed to come out. That was never supposed to um, hit, hit TMZ. That was something he might have been working on. That could be, uh, could be something that he's writing right now, you know. So he is a roaster at heart, and that's what he's going to do. So it just really, really pissed me off that all these uh, virtual signaling justice warriors are at it again. And it's like, oh, well, again, you're trying to cancel somebody that has... Well, before this happened, he had 180,000 subscribers, and now he's well over 200. So all you did was boost him because you can't shut him down, right? He didn't do that on YouTube's platform. So because he didn't do it on YouTube's platform, YouTube's got no reason to take down his channel. And yes, he may have lost WME, whoever that is. I guess it's an agent. I don't know. I don't know how important that is to him. I don't, I don't know. Is that even important to him? Because, I mean, isn't he just going to probably find somebody else to book the shows or do this? Or, you know, maybe Red Band can start booking the shows and then they don't even need an agent and they cut them out completely. Because, I mean, they're basically self-sustaining anyways at this point. They've been doing that show for so long that 
And I, I have to make a correction. I believe I've only been listening to Tony Hinchcliffe for five years. I don't know why I said eight earlier. So I just, uh, I don't understand. For me as a fan, I was confused because that was Tony being Tony. Now, the other thought I had when I was talking to Tyler was, I was like, what if uh, all the people that had shows canceled were part of this tidal wave? So, like myself, I was looking forward to the Boston show. It was supposed to be April last year. Then it got pushed. Then it got pushed. Then it got pushed. Then it got pushed. And then we were supposed to go next month. I asked for the day off. And then not even two days later... The show is officially canceled permanently. And then this happens. So you're going to tell me that part of the dog pile is in a bunch of angry people that got their show canceled. So I really believe there's a lot more involved in this than just Tony Hinchcliffe being a racist, which... I mean, you got Davis Lu- David Lucas saying that he's not a racist. I, I don't believe that Tony Hinchcliffe is a racist... Um, there's so many comedians out there that Tony Hinchcliffe deals with, and I'm not supporting Asian hate. I don't support any of it. When that moron of a president we had said the Wuhan flu and caused this uproar, and then all the stupid people out there that thought it was the Asian people in America which I don't even understand why you would be like taking that anger out on somebody in America when they're in America. Like it never made any sense to me. I didn't get it. Like when he said that and caused an uproar, I was like, what is happening right now? And then you hear about the violence and old people getting beat up and just Asians in general being attacked. I'm like, why? They're American citizens. Why are you beating up or bothering American citizens? I don't understand where we lose our sight. When things happen, and the same thing happened when the Twin Towers were attacked, everybody who wore a turban got attacked. But they were American citizens. Why do we keep doing this to ourselves? What is it about us that makes us so stupid? I don't know how to say it any nicer than that. But I don't get it. I don't understand why people think this way. It's not the people here, right? If, If the flu came from China and was made in a lab in Wuhan then the people you need to get upset with are the people in Wuhan, not the American Asians in America. So it doesn't make any sense to me. None of this has ever made any sense to me, and I, this is why I don't believe Tony Hinchcliffe is or was being racist at all. So it's really crazy to me. We really need to work on this, okay? We really just need to work on it. Now, my second one. Dun, 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 dun. Now, if you are a um, Fighter and the Kid fan, right? You watching it with Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub, 
And then Brian Callen's bullshit happened. He had to go. Brendan had to figure out what to do. He tried to co-host. Didn't work a couple times. Um, and then uh, he moved to a new studio, set things up differently. Oh, no, no, no. He, he tried it with uh, Malik and Chappelle. And that seemed to click. So then they moved the studio. They, te- you know, the, the fighter and the kids changed the name. And now, as of like three weeks ago, Malik is no longer on the show. And there has been this giant uproar about Brendan Shaw being a douchebag, which I'm not going to say he's a douchebag because I don't know him. I am a fan of him. But I've been watching his podcast, the podcast that he's on, the podcast that he's helped bring up, the people that he's introduced to the world and now are doing better. Um, He's been a really positive uh, person behind uh, podcasting and lifting people up. And I've never seen anything different. I mean, King and the Sting... Um, what's up with Brendan Schaub? I mean, he's got so many going on and he's so positive all the time. Now, does that mean he's not a douchebag? Nah, we're all douchebags. I was a super douchebag. I try to be less of a douchebag today. But on the other hand, Malik used to be, he would lie about shit. He would lie all the time about stuff. Now, um, let me see here. I'm just going to do this to get now used of... to be fatter. That's... All right. So everybody keeps saying that there's like a real reason he got fired and blah, 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 blah. I don't really know the real reason. It could be from what he said in this, uh, 52 second clip. I don't, I, I don't know. But all I know is, is that out of the amount of time that I watched him on camera, he always seemed to try to portray himself um as you know something he's not you could just see it in the way that he talked about his weight in the way that he talked about his style his just everything you know what i mean um you know he had a, it took him forever to finally say that like his woman that he was with had the money and he didn't and da 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 da, da. but a lot of the stuff that he said was false and one of the main things about a podcast is you don't want to be falsifying anything. If anything, this needs to be probably the most honest place. You, you probably need to be honest at all times on this. I like to be honest at all times on this podcast. I like to tell you I don't know what I'm talking about. I like to tell you that you shouldn't do this without doing uh, your homework those are all very important things to me because I am not trying to force my views or thoughts on anybody. I'm just hoping that my views and thoughts open up a dialogue or make you ask questions about what's going on in your own life or maybe somebody else's life. You never know. I've been wanting to do one thing with this podcast since I started it, and that was help people. So if I'm helping people, then I'm finally doing what I feel I'm supposed to be doing which is great, but you have to be honest in order to help people. And if you're a liar or you just consistently tell fibs, it's not going to work. 
people are going to see through that. And I started to get annoyed with him because he would do it almost all the time. It was just something else. Or he would talk about somebody famous just so he could shout the name. And then whatever he was talking about was false. So I was like, well, why would he talk about that? And then, of course, when he talks about it and he's false, and then Brendan attacks it. Excuse me. Brendan hits him back with questions that makes him feel like he's being attacked, which he's not. He's not being attacked. He's being questioned. If you're saying this, it should be honest. So if you're not being honest and you're being caught in a lie right now, what are you doing? And yes, my viewers need to see me doing this to you because my viewers know that I want to give you the, the truth. I want honest things going on on my podcast. This is what I believe Brendan strives for. And Malik was not. I mean, the, the Rolex wasn't real. The, the Just all kinds of stupid things. And that's what I hate the most is the stupid little petty lies. I've got somebody in my life that does the exact same thing. And I absolutely love the person to death. But I absolutely hate the fact that there's always some little white lie coming out. It drives me crazy. It's like you are better than this. You don't have to talk to me this way. You don't have to tell me things just to make me happy. I'm an adult. Nothing in life makes me that happy anymore. Like you don't have to lie to me to try and make it better or sugarcoat it. I don't want sugarcoating now. I want the blunt truth. I want to know exactly what's going on. It doesn't have to be sugar-coated. Just tell me and don't fib about it. Don't tell stupid little lies that make no sense whatsoever. But this person has been doing it for so long that they're trapped in it. And it's like an addiction. It's just part of their programming. And those are things I had to break away from. So when I saw Brendan tearing down Malik during these podcasts, I was like, he deserves it. And he's super annoying. I hope he gets fired. I said that three weeks before he got fired. Or let go. Or quit. I don't fucking care. He's not on the show anymore. Hooray. That's my favorite part. He was bad for the show, and now he's not on it. And everybody's like, oh, Malik's been attacked, and he's calling Brendan Schaub this and Brendan Schaub that. Dude, Brendan Schaub gave him an opportunity that any of us would probably, like, kill for. I would kill to be on a podcast like that, but I'm not a very intelligent person, so the conversation would only go so far. I can barely have a conversation with myself. But I was just like, I can't believe now he's coming out and he's saying, yeah, you know, they didn't like me. As you could see, I was I was drawn back and I wouldn't talk a lot, and that's because Brendan kept giving me shade. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Maybe if you had just spoken the truth and not tried to fib your way through shit and then make false statements about famous people and bringing names up just to bring names up, then maybe you'd still be on the show. Like, stupid is as stupid does. You know what I mean? And you would see it. Like, in it. You watch If you watch the show, you can actually see Brendan's demeanor change depending on what Malik said. And then he would try to fix it or point out that he was 
not correct about something, and then Malik would get all defensive, and it would turn into this thing, and then Chappelle had to jump in. So it would turn into this 20 minutes of just annoying. Annoying, 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 because he's just being, just being stupid. So I don't know about anybody else out there. I was very happy that this happened. I noticed that Brian Callen's making a comeback on the show. The only difference is, is when Brian's on, they have like only one ad, which is probably something Brendan has come to terms with. And he's like, this show just needs to go on and it needs to go on with or without sponsors. So uh, I think like everything that had to change and now it's changing again. And I think it went in a good direction. I think Chappelle's great for the show. Um, and I did not think Malik was very good for the show. And I just found him to be super annoying. You know, I just, I don't understand why you're going to be on a podcast that's so popular. And then you're going to sit there and just say incorrect things and just tall tales is the word I'm looking for. So I got this video and I'll play it up uh, on YouTube for you. Hold on. All right. So I'll play, I'll play the video. Like I said, it's only 58 seconds long and this is something that popped up and um, they're saying that this is the real reason why he got fired. It doesn't fit anybody. This is true. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, that's yeah, with the, yeah, the ball head. So this, and Ruiz, this, is, this is a big fight this weekend. Uh, if you're into boxing, yeah. It's pay-per-view. Yeah, no, it's not. It's on Fox. It's on PBC. Now, Fox. I don't think it's pay-per-view. You sure? No one's buying that. It's, I think it's on you, I would buy that fight. I, I to would buy it because I like it. My, my, my girl's Mexican as fuck, and she was like, wait, do we have to pay for this? Yeah, bro. I talked to vaccines uh, get down with boxing dog. See, look, mm -hmm. yeah, I told you. Yeah, that's pay per view. Bro, I talked to PBC uh, yesterday. <laughs> and imagine your last name was Areola. That's just a, your scientific name for the nipple. <laughs> Malik, bro, I talked to PBC. He's trying to destroy you. <laughs> talk to me. I stand by my statement. Man. Stand by it. <laughs> Appreciate that. Oh, you guys want to yeah, see this? Yeah, I want to see that. <clears throat> he got hit right in the face. 97. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? It's just so frustrating because that's what he did. That is exactly what I was just talking about. So he would do things like that all the time. And it was just annoying because why? Because why? You know what I mean? So it would just derail the show. It wasn't it wasn't good for it. So whether he was whether he quit, whether he was let go, it doesn't matter. I think this is going to be better for the fighter and the kids or the fighter and the kid, whatever Brendan's going to relabel it to, but that was my uh second current event. Uh lots of stuff going on and I don't know about you, but I think it's pretty cool that like podcasting is making it into TMZ and all this stuff. So that's how big this stuff is. It's not how big I am, but, I mean, it's so crazy that now, you know, the news looks to Twitter for their, for their stories, and TMZ looks to uh, podcasting for their shit. It's, it's crazy. The dynamic of the entertainment industry because i feel like this is entertainment right i hope 
I may not be entertaining, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, it's changed so drastically now. So here we go. This is going to be a fun one. I'm going to end on this one. Um, but <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Uh, oh man. All right, here we go. I don't know how to zoom in and out on my, um, I wish I did. I don't know how to, um, do the zoomy thing on the screen. I've tried everything. I did properties. I just can't figure out how to zoom in on my browser. Um, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to try and make it better so that I can zoom in a little bit. I, I've noticed just from editing and uh, looking back on previous podcasts that even this setup uh, being way better than it was before um, still could use the pinch zoom um, effect. So I'm going to work on that, see, see if I can figure that out. But this is what I can do for today. Um, so the Colonial Pipeline, right? Anybody else noticing gas prices going up? Because I did. It cost me almost $30 to fill my 14-gallon tank. And that's with, uh, I do mid-grade. I don't, I don't do high-grade. I do mid. Even though mid, I mean, you're, you're 20 cents away from uh, the high stuff, so why not just do the other stuff? But that's an argument for myself. But yeah, so pipeline gets hacked. They hack the system to the point where it's completely shut down. And then they ask for ransom of $5 million to turn it all back on. Supposedly, as of right now, I do not know uh, whether or not they've located the perpetrators, if they know what country did this, if they followed the money. I don't know what they've done. But I do know that I always thought we were never supposed to negotiate with terrorists and you're not supposed to pay ransoms. So is that just a cop thing? So like if you get kidnapped and the kidnappers ask for ransom, the cops are always like, we're not paying the ransom. And then... People listen to them, they don't pay the ransom, and then their family member dies. And they're just like, well, it's a 50-50 chance. If we gave them the money, they could have died anyways. If we didn't give them the money, there was a chance that they would have called back, but they didn't this time. So, I was confused that, we, that the ransom was actually paid. And I'm assuming it was paid because they had no people that could figure out how to get through whatever wall that the I'm going to just call them a terrorist because anybody who does this, I think that's what they're doing. They're terrorizing us in a sense, you know, they shut it down and they made people go crazy. Um, and you know, people were hoarding gas and I'll get to that in a second, but I was, I was just like shocked that the ransom got paid. I, I mean, at first, I didn't even understand what was going on. I was like, oh, they shut down a pipeline, and now we can't get gas? No, 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 no. It was a whole digital hack, and they hacked into the system, and it shut all the valves off, and they couldn't turn anything back on, and it completely stopped them from being able to flow the gasoline uh, to wherever it needed to go. So it just it, it really fucked shit up, um, and it really um, was really bad it was bad 
you know, and now they got, uh, so they pay the ransom, they get everything turned back on, and now all of our gas prices are going up because, you know, uh, the. I believe that if you were to look at the people that heard about this happening and then going to hoard gas, if you were ever wondering who bought all the toilet paper? That was them. Is what my thoughts were. I was like, oh my God. There's a, here it is. Again, here's a toilet paper incident. I was like, I bet you, if not all of them, most of the people hoarding gas this time around were also the same people getting all the paper towels, all the toilet paper, wiping the shelves out. And how much do you bet? want to bet that these people were thinking we could hoard all this gas, and then when people need gas, I'll be able to sell it to them. But I'll make some money from this. It's absolutely disgusting that people do this. I don't understand it. Like, you didn't have to rush and go get gas because... When you rush and go get gas, you put it in things that it's not supposed to be in. And that brings me to this. I'll make it bigger for you guys and girls. Look at this line of people getting gas. It is just insane. Insane. I mean, every gas station was completely, completely... Build up. Now, this isn't... I'm going to go back. This is crazy. Ooh, the FBI on Monday identified Darkseid, a criminal syndicate with ties to Russia as the hacking group behind the Colonial Pipeline cyber attack. Later that day, the group acknowledged responsibility and issued an unusual apology, claiming that the goal was not to create problems for society, but rather to make money. Are you fucking kidding me? I just found this out right now by accident. What the fuck? So they were just like, hey, we just wanted to make money. What were they doing? Trying to boost up another fucking cryptocurrency? Oh, my God. But I just couldn't. I couldn't believe the amount of people. No, no. So there was a gas shortage in 1979. That was the year I was born. So you've got people... Fighting people in a line. You've got people filling their cars up with all kinds of gas cans. Do you, I don't know about you, but I feel very unsafe getting propane and gasoline. (laughs) Two things I do not like driving around with in my car, okay? These people have, it looks to be, two, four, six, eight cans. Eight five-gallon cans of gas. This woman has them laying on their side. Okay, that is not how you store gasoline in your car for traveling. We've got other people. Now, that looks like a scene from a movie. Okay. That's stupid. Um, The other things I've seen is people putting it in plastic bags. 
and they're putting it in milk jugs. And I noticed all of this. And then not even three hours later, after I get home, so I get home at nine o'clock at night. So around 11 o'clock is when the news comes back on, right? And now there is a public announcement that gasoline only goes in a car or in the proper container. There was a public announcement. You don't know where to put gas. You don't know how to store gas. Gasoline eats plastic. Why would you ever put gasoline in a plastic bag? I I just... Now, you take the people that, well, one, hoard all the gas, right? They're, they're, They're buying it up. Those are the toilet paper people. Buying it all up. Now you can't get your hands on it, right? They got it at home. They're sitting on it. Great. They made it home safe. Thank God. There could have been so many more accidents from this happening. But then you got people that do the exact same thing that, uh, that this woman was doing, which is, you know, eight cans. Yes, I love it. I love it. Technology, when it doesn't work, makes me so happy. <sighs> All right, so like this woman putting eight cans in there, right? They're on their side. They're not correct. This is going to be a problem. Plus, you get gas smell in the car. It's horrible. It gives me a headache. <sighs> Guy bu- fills up some type of a vehicle. I don't remember if it was like a Land Rover or a Humvee or something. Fills up the back seat with proper gas canisters and then lights a cigarette. I don't think he's alive. The car was gone. And I don't understand where this comes from. I don't get this. It's just like putting it in a plastic bag or putting it in a milk jug. But why are you putting gasoline in a milk jug? That's not going to do anything. So now all these people trying to hoard all this gas. Well, like I just said, that guy explosion. The plastic bags get eaten through within a matter of a minute. So by the time you've even filled the bag, now the gas is all over the ground. People trying to fill up milk jugs. Well, they're trying to fill them up on the ground. The gas eats through the plastic. Now that gas is all over the ground. So from what I looked up and what I read, almost 40% of the gas that was purchased that day was literally thrown away the same moment. So no wonder there's a gas shortage. You're just pouring it all over the ground. Because why? Because you couldn't go get the proper container to put the gas in? So not only do you have people buying all the gas, like they bought all the toilet paper, but then you got all the people just throwing it away or blowing themselves up. And that adds to the shortage because that's gas that could have made it into somebody's car. You've only got one car, right? I mean, some, most households have two, but you personally can only drive one car at a time. So just get gas for that car. I heard there was going to be a gas shortage. I told my wife to get gas on the way home. 
And I got gas on the way home. That was it. I'm not buying anything else. Now, when I said that, I hadn't looked at the map of where the massive shortage happened. And I'm going to tell you, I was not surprised. I don't know what that says. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But I just really wasn't that surprised. But I guess if I have any message from this, just be safer with gasoline and propane. It's dangerous. It's explosive. It's corrosive. Don't put it in plastic bags. Don't put it in water jugs. And, yeah, you can't just leave that stuff hanging around, you know? So be careful what you do. Don't don't hoard gasoline. That's a bad idea. And, uh, yeah, that's... That's the one I'm ending on. It's been, it's just crazy. Everything is crazy right now. Cancel culture sucks. And every time there's like something, you've always got the toilet paper people to make sure that we have nothing left for anybody else because all they care about is themselves. And I, that's what this, that's what the, that's what COVID showed me with the toilet paper incident. And that's what this gas shortage is showing me again, is that people just will do whatever they can to make sure that nobody else gets ahead with them. They just they just need everything that they need and fuck everybody else. And if we keep living this way and you keep saying fuck everybody else and just taking care of you, it's just not going to work, man. This isn't going to work. This is a group effort. This whole entire world is a group effort. We gotta come together. We gotta work together. And remember next time. You're out there, you're walking around, you're in a store, you're at a restaurant. Everybody that you see in America is an American for the most part and should be treated as such, no matter race, color. Or anything. It doesn't matter. Respect your fellow man, woman, whatever. Just have respect for one another. All right. So on that note, that is the podcast today. I appreciate everybody for joining me. It's been so much fun. I am so glad that all of you out there are enjoying this as much as me. Like I said, you keep this podcast afloat. You keep me coming back week after week. Uh, Remember to subscribe, hit those like buttons, share this thing, rate, review, and set the alarms for all the new podcasts coming to you week after week. Email is talkinwittofer at gmail.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N-W-I-T-H-T-O-P-H-E-R at gmail.com hit me up whatever you want to talk about put it in the subject line we'll get it started and then of course you can always follow me on instagram snapchat twitter facebook and tiktok again that's instagram snapchat twitter facebook and tiktok go there follow i appreciate it i hope everybody has a great thursday enjoy your weekend and as always i'll talk to you later